Okay. I'm ready. Are you ready? Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Teacher Yarns. I'm your host, Brian, and my other co-host is Ben. How are you? Hello, everybody. Good. Good. Now that um, you guys are gone, got my house back. We spent five days in Melbourne with Ben. Went down and saw his show. Um, Caught up with all his amazing mates. Yeah, had a, generally had a really good time. So yeah. what we did do was kicked him out of his bed again. Kicked me out of my bloody house. Well, usually you can stay in the spare room, but you decided to bring along Auntie Jen and she kicked me out of my spare room. Your mother organised that. Well, anyway, I did tell you you could stay here. I'm just I'm just hamming you it did. on there. I'm really lever- leveraging it. We, oh no, you're, Yeah, you're after brownie points. We did actually book a motel yeah. and down there and you said... Don't be so silly. Stay at my place, and so I cancel the motel. And well, you told the money. me how much the you told me how how much the hotel was, and I was like, ah, just you oh, were like no. you were like playing the playing the bloody violin the whole time. This is how much it is. It's all right. it's all right if you can't finish. <laughs> nah, you won't like that. But anyway, uh, I felt no. bad, but it was so good. Bad. And I am constantly amazed when we meet your new friends. Any new ones, like. We've, we've met most of them, but every time we meet a new friend, they are so freaking awesome. So you mean, who, who, do you, who are you talking about this time? Oh, Nick. Nick Cody. I've never met him before. You never met Cody? No. Nope. Oh, just a rules. really nice gentleman. Just a nice yeah. bloke. And it happens each time we go down, we, we meet another one of your friends. And see, I've got this theory that you attract the sort of people that you are. So if you're, if you're a pain in the ass, then... That's the sort of mates you're going to have. But if you're a genuinely nice person, um, they're the sort of friends you're going to attract. I don't know what happened with you, but... Yeah, no. Yeah, that just cocked that theory up. But yeah. Yeah. So you blew that theory out of the water, but they are all really, really nice people and, and we enjoy um, enjoy hanging out with them as well. Coming down and, and meeting everyone. And they tolerate the old fogies, so that's always nice. It is nice. Well, yeah, that's just one of the things you've got to do. I know. You're Ben's dad. You yeah, I'm Ben's dad. Oh. It yeah. was it was fun to be able to do that um, joke in front of a crowd whilst you were in the audience. Oh, it was. Have you told that on here? I think so. The one about how you were very happy about how good you are at, at uh, technology and then yeah. you um, <laughs> scanned your mobile ticket under the hand sanitizer. It was it's oh. anyway, I've turned it into a whole bit and it was great having you in the audience. Just so I could, yeah, hang shit on you, and then and then John Hastings, who's an amazing comedian, went after you and Mum as well, which was great. Yeah, we won't go into what he what his uh, little skit was though. Um, <laughs> God, brutal. Yeah, wasn't that brutal? It was just sexual. I'm glad I wasn't. What? Oh, glad I couldn't hear it all. I know. Uh, but anyway, it was really really nice. Um, so, how's your show's been going? You're in the middle of your comedy festival. I'm smack bang in the middle. Today is the start of this, the my second week. Yep. Um, yep. Parent teacher interview. The first week was sick. It was almost all sold out. Yep. Last night was light on numbers. Uh, I want to say light. There was like about sixty people in there. Oh, but yeah. like usually it's like one twenty. I don't know what happened Sunday, and it was a Sunday audience. So everyone was kind of boring. Yeah. Okay. Not boring. Not not too boring. But like they were nice. But it was a very Sunday energy. You've got to ask who goes out on a Sunday, right? Well, yeah, kind of. Yeah. And, and I know it's teachers that are 
in the middle of holidays because we're in Melbourne and so they're still in the middle of the holidays. Okay. But everyone was pretty knackered. Everyone yeah. felt a little bit, a little bit sort of lethargic. Like that. Yeah, lethargic's the right word. There you go. That's what I do. Spera. Yeah, I'm but, a teacher. Um, otherwise, it's been going good. I think I'm going to film this one, um, try and put it out as a special or something. But I will, I'll, I'll tour it. So I'll, I'll bring it up to the Sunshine Coast and do it again because I've already done it up there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Once, but um, this is sort of I've changed a fair bit. So okay. All right. I'll come up and do it up there. Yeah, is that your touring? Is it that so you're not going up the Queensland coast, up the coast of Australia, or from Melbourne yeah, to Cairns or anything? Yeah, I might. I'm going up to Cairns uh, end of this week, next next weekend. Okay, I'll be up in Cairns at um, Laughing Heart Comedy Club. If anyone's up, if anyone wants to come along to that one, nice. There you go. I don't know when this one will be coming out. Because um, we didn't get to do any podcasts while you were down here. I was freaking no. out about the show. I had, well, I had to get the show all ready. Oh, Plus. please. Come, when you come down, we'll get five podcasts done. I've got lots of mates. They'll all come on. Yeah, what a crock of shit. You were yeah, so well, full I was of it. Right, I was right in the middle of my show. So? And it was hard. So, I had to oh, re- keep, keep rejigging my show. And I didn't have yeah. a home because you guys kicked me out of it. Couldn't <laughs> give me an hour of your time to... I'm dying to meet your principal. I'm so dying to meet your principal. Yeah, she rules. I reckon we would. She absolutely rules. I will. We will get her on before the end of the year. Don't say you'll get her on. You don't make promises. You can't play. She wants to come. She wants to come on. She told me. So she told me she wants to come on. So she's not on yet. So don't keep making promises. Well, Thursday I've got a mate. um, Lewis Garnham's coming on the show. Um, He's a kindergarten teacher. He's great. Lewis Garnham, he's very funny. He's on a Thursday. kindergarten teacher. All right. Yeah, on Thursday. Is that all right? Yeah. yeah. Is he really coming yeah. on or are you just saying that to get me off your back? Yeah, I've already organised it. 4.30. 4.30 on Thursday. Right, I'm in. 4.30 on Thursday, if you're all right. You're lucky I haven't got a t- uh, staff meeting on that day, aren't you? Well, you, you do CRT work. You don't have to do staff meetings. I do. Now that I'm doing this contract, I've got a four-week contract, so I'm going. To, I'm planning on doing, con- doing staff meetings. Do you have to go to staff meetings when you're on contract? Oh, I don't think you have to, but it'd be the, it's the right thing to do, I think. Oh, God. Shut up. Oh, my God. Have you got those glasses? Have you got holders on your glasses now? <laughs> no. When did you get that? No, have I old man. Have you got the old man glasses holders? <laughs> when did you get... Jesus. Did you lose I, your glasses that much that mum had to put a rope I on I keep them? losing them and leaving places. So I bought one of those little string things that you put on. <laughs> Jesus. I've got, oh. I've got, they're cool for sunglasses. I used to have some of those for sunglasses, but I mean, glasses I is another I keep putting level. my reading glasses down. And I do, I'm at that point, because I used to try and get by without reading glasses. I got to hold them yeah. a little bit further away, but no, I definitely need them now. Really? Oh, I know. It's terrible. Oh. Father time. I'm becoming yeah, I'm becoming aware of my own mortality. It's it's not it's really not good. Yeah. How's that feel? Pretty well, pretty ordinary actually. Pretty grim. Yeah. Well, you got to look after yourself. You I'm 68, you know. 69 next year. That's pretty funny. I just turned 68, so I've got a whole year left. Yeah, if oh, you make 69, it to 69, I get you. Yeah, right. That's yeah. hilarious, Brian. It's a funny number. It is hilarious. I know that. Well, you got to look yeah. after yourself so you can I keep do. hanging hanging about. No, you don't. Oh no, you don't exercise. You no. got to start exercising. No, I don't. Why? People, you're 
die from exercising? No. Right. You've got to enjoy well, it to do it. I'm at that I'm at that stage in my life where if I don't enjoy it, I'm not going to do it. So if yeah, you can enjoy find enjoy it to do it, I don't enjoy exercise. You do so. No one enjoys exercise. Oh, you do, do so. It. You say to me, "I'm going to the gym," and you get a little woody as you're walking out the door. You are so into exercising. <laughs> little woody. Who says little woody? Little insane. <laughs> I hate go- the gym. Is like, oh yeah, I'll get this done. Yeah, right. You just got bad willpower. You got to stop. I do. I do. Right. So um, this is it. This is actually where we started off our podcast. The very first podcast for term two last year. Remember? Holy shit! Have we done a year? Yeah. Because wow. remember, we didn't we didn't do them in term one because you were really slack. You didn't have anything done, so we got a few under the belt in term one, and we kicked it off in term two. Ah, that's right. I love how you always blame it on me. Well, it's always your fault. Yeah, all right. Well, yeah. I can't, we made it to a year. That's one year, one whole year. So we should have a birthday party or something. That's that's pretty good. One year anniversary. I mean, yeah. usually podcasts do like your 100th episode or something like that. This will be number yeah. 44 or something. Yeah, something so what would you like buy me? Because of the... Uh, I bought you accommodation for the time you were down in Melbourne. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah, no worries. And a bowl of puh. Got you some... No, it's pronounced fur. Fur, is it? Fur. Can fur. I have some po? Oh, <laughs> fur. It's, it's great. It's, yeah, it's it. so good. It's really good. I really enjoy it, yeah. Um, Do you know what country it's from? Uh, Vietnam. There you go. Like good a native. Man. Like a native. Look at that. It's like a Vietnamese... If you don't know, it's like a Vietnamese soup, and it's just like a big bowl of stock, and they put noodles in it, and you get to put in whatever offal you like. Yeah. And I went all gooey because you could get tripe. And I yeah. love tripe. My mum used to make me tripe. And I, I'm looking at the menu and it's got tripe. It is It is the most disgusting thing I've ever yeah. seen in my life. It's got like little wiggly bits of it. Like, yeah. it's Isn't it the inside of the stomach? Yeah, it's a stomach lining. But, That's- it, it, but the different choices you had were tripe. You had... Um, Gizzards and what was the other things? Tendons. Yeah. Tendons. You had all the all the stuff that everyone else throws away. They they thought, no way, we're putting this into a soup. Yeah. But the bowl is like a bathtub. Yeah. Seriously. Huge. Yeah, it's big. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Faux Chair and I Heart Fur on Bridge uh, Bridge Road. Victoria Street, sorry, not Bridge Road, on Victoria Street. Yeah. Really nice. It's great. It's great. Anyway. Yeah. So speaking of um, being sick. No, we won't. Being sick? I, no, because that's what I thought we'd talk about this week. S- being sick, because I had oh, coffee. Was, I had was lunch. that a segue? Did you just hey? try to do a segue? Yeah, I did. It wasn't very good, was it? No, that was good. That was good. Yeah, all right, sorry. Because their well, food's really nice. On, I really like the food. And we've I been never on hol- we've, we've um, been on holidays, so we're, we're, gonna, we're trying to get this chemistry back there. Oh, no. We, oh, we haven't I'm done trying. that. We haven't done, a, we haven't done a podcast in two weeks. Oh, no, because we need to stop for the holidays. But I was yeah. having um, having lunch with um, Karen the other day. Oh, from um, from episode. Who's doing? Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah. I asked how she's going. She said, "Oh, I'm going to take some long service leave." Yeah. And I thought, "Oh, good on you." And she said, "Yeah, I just, I'm just, I just need a break. So I just want a break." And I started thinking about you know all the leave that we take. And I said to her, "Oh, 
have you got any sick leave that you can take? And she said, oh. she said, I've got about 700 hours of it. Jesus. And I started thinking about teachers and and their sick leave. Yeah. I mean, we've got pretty good awards. I think in most of the states there's pretty good awards. You get sick leave that yeah. builds up and what have you. And the money, despite what acu- everyone yeah, says, it the money's pretty good. It accumulates, doesn't it? Hey? It accumulates, doesn't accumulates, it? Accumulates, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah. she's she said she's got about seven seven hundred hours or something. So and I I left when I finished teaching, I had about four hundred and seventy hours of of um, sick leave. Do you get paid out for that? No. So this is this is what I want to kind of want to discuss. What what happens to it? See, as as time's gone on, sick leave has become a really important benefit in all the different bargaining agreements and all the awards. Uh, and yeah, so people yeah. are entitled to, you know, so many days of sick leave a year or and it yep. usually accumulates by the hour. Yeah. And I remember when I first left school, I remember my dad saying to me, when you get a job, if you take a sick day, you better be bloody sick. Yeah. You make yeah, sure yeah, the yeah, ambulance yeah. takes you to hospital because somebody's paying you a wage, don't you take advantage of them. So yeah. I had that in the back of my head for, for years and years and years. Now, the fact that I was in the Air Force when I first left school yeah. was okay because you weren't allowed to take sick days. If you were sick for any reason in the military and you were living off base, they would send an ambulance out to get you and they would bring you to what? hospital. So you couldn't just ring up and say, I'm having a day off because I'm sick. If you were sick... They came and got you. They would send an ambulance and pick you up and take you to the hospital. Yeah. There are. We only made it to 14 minutes before you mentioned Air Force. That's good. That's good. You I think it's, it's, re- it's relevant. I mean, no, oh, no, it is. Did Keep I mention that Anzac Day is coming up? I'm just is getting it? ready. Are you going to wear your medals? Yep. Always wear my medals. So anyway, Do you have medals? Hey? Do you have medals? I've got medals. I've got three medals, yeah. So anyway, let's get back on. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. What? Back up. What'd you get your medals for? Oh, I like to talk about it. I get flashbacks. What I told the you. Fuck? <laughs> Tell me what you got your medals for. Um, there's one for which uh, is is a defence medal, which you get after I think you've served six years or something. Um, there's the oh, they gave you a six year medal at the moment. If you do before you get a medal, you've got to have served in a in a um, a conflict zone, pretty much. Yeah. Where was your conflict zone? Wagga Wagga. I'll talk about it in a minute. Just shut up. Yeah, right. So the first medal is, it's called the Defence Force Medal, and it's um, it's red and white stripes, and you get that if you've served, if you like you've done your first six years, I think. It, I think it's six years. I don't know. Yeah. Then the next one I got was the, sure it's a long that. service medal. So you get it for doing 15 years. So at 15 years, you get your long service medal. Then every five years after that, you get a little pip on there. Which is like a little a little button that goes on that medal or a bar, yeah. and yeah. that st- distinguishes an additional five years on that medal. So I've got the medal and I've got a bar on there because I've done just over twenty years. Yeah, right. And the third medal is for serving in um, Irian Jaya, Operation Sendawasi. When did you do this? Oh, before you were born. I didn't know this. What are you talking about? I thought you, I thought you were just piss farting about in Wagga Wagga, just sort of no, about, no. Two, about we did two, two. It's not a conflict zone, but um, we were doing aerial photography for the Indonesian Army. So we'd go over there for 
uh, three or four months of the of the time, and we took the Canberra bombers over, and they did aerial photography. Oh, hold on. So it wasn't a conflict zone. No. So you went on a bucks party, basically. You went on a you went on, you went on a fucking you went on an air air force holiday. Pretty much. You got a medal for it. But, but anything. <laughs> <laughs> you should have just left it on the. T- I was like, oh god, he's gone, gone, gone on tours in Indonesia. I didn't know this. I, I had, no. I had visions of you tying like a red cloth around your head, like Rambo, like <laughs> paint, paint your face up. No. See, I was, I was, I, we spoke about this before. I was very, I was extremely lucky because Vietnam finished when I was seventeen. So Vietnam had finished by the time I joined the sort the armed forces, and we yeah. never had another conflict until after I got out. Like Iraq was way after I um. I left Damn. the Air Force, so I, w- I pretty much went through a, a, yeah, a really good time, time of peace. Um, no joke. And then, yeah, and yeah. houses were $1,200 <laughs> as well. Uh, right, can we keep going with this? Yeah. So, sick leave. Sick leave. So, when I first joined, I had no sick days off. Well, in fact, I did. I had six days off. Yeah. In 22 years. What? I had, I had two, two days off when I had my wisdom teeth out. I had two days off for vom- when I had vomiting and diarrhea in Malaysia. We were on an exercise in Malaysia. Yeah. And I had two, for, two days off for a vasectomy. They were the only days I had off work in 22 years. I still... Re- Are you, you're kidding me. Six no. days. Yep. Two days off for a vasectomy. And, what, hold on. Why did you need... I still remember when you got your vasectomy. Have I spoken about this on on the podcast? I think I might have. Probably. I still remember. I remember we were running around the house. Me, me and Sam were running around the house. We were doing laps around the house at Ipswich, and you were talking to some neighbours on the front lawn. And we were running around, and you were talking to them, talking to them, and then we went round again, and you were fainted on the front lawn. I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> what happened to Dad? I had the vasectomy, so I went in, and they they actually. Um, in at um, Greenslopes Hospital, I went and had the vasectomy. And I had to drive myself in. I had to drive myself home. So it all happened do, within one day. They don't let day. you do that anymore. Do they let and, you do that anymore? Do I, they don't let, know, they, I, I don't know. So anyway, I had the I, I had that done, and then um, I rang up. I went into hospital the next day and told yeah. them what had happened. They said, "Oh, you're supposed to have a couple of days off." So they gave me two days off for that. Yeah. Anyway, two days off. Of, don't they just cut the cord? Yeah, but just you got it's massive surgery, Ben. It's not well. Massive's a big. Actually, I've seen you in speedos, bear. I've seen, was, I've seen you naked. <laughs> massive's a, massive's enough, buddy. Anyway, <laughs> you know, I've I've never been. I was never brought up in a culture of of taking days off, and even when I left the air force, I struggled taking days off. You know, unless I was dying. And I, I think a lot of people of my era, that's the same thing because they um, they have this yeah. idea, this culture of if someone else is paying your wage, then you go in, you know, even if you're sick to, um, in a lot of cases. Yeah. When I, first, when I first started doing supply teaching, you know, like I'd be going in obviously when somebody was sick or they were away. And yeah. that was my first instance of people having days off when they were sick. When I first started teaching... You would normally call it call up somebody, usually a DP, and you'd yep. say, <coughs> yeah. "I'm not feeling really well. Really not coming yeah. in today." And that was yep. it. 
Yeah. That was it. You'd have the day off. And you could usually get away with a day or two like that. And that was pretty, pretty much stock standard. But then trust went right out the window. And they started checking up on teachers. I saw it coming, but I think what, 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 were, what are the reasons that they actually did it? Because when did, happened, they start, when did they start this? Probably teach them for about oh, maybe six or seven years at that stage. Because I don't, rem- I don't remember teachers. I don't get, remember getting checked up on. Hang on. I used to have, I used to have a few sickies. Oh, shit. You, hold on. Have no, you got- you, no what I'm, just let me keep going here. So, All right. Sorry. So what happened then was people started taking off a Friday or a Monday. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Calling up Friday or a Monday. If you called up yeah. on a Friday or a Monday and said yeah. you were sick... They wanted a doctor's certificate. Yes, I remember that, yeah. And I thought, hang on, what if I'm really sick? Ah, no. The only reason you'd be taking a Friday or a Monday off is to turn this into a long weekend. Yeah. So the, so yeah, the trust yeah. kind of started, started to drop off then. And it's only yeah, to stop but those it- dirty, rotten teachers' abuse and the, you know, the generous conditions they'd already been given. Yeah, but I mean, the majority, the, to the other, just to play devil's advocate there, the, the opposite side of that is there would be teachers that are taking the piss as well. Probably PE teachers. Like the major, <laughs> the major, but do you know what I mean? Like from a from a administrative perspective, they'd be like, fuck, we got But my teachers. point is this, and it, it's going to be, this will be the gist of the whole thing. Yeah. Somebody once said to me, it was somebody in admin, and they said, oh, sick leave isn't a right. And I said, hang on. Yes, it is. You're totally. entitled to that sick leave. Yeah. So it is a right. So if I'm feeling sick, I shouldn't have to, and I've got sick days up, I shouldn't have to prove to you that I'm sick. Because no, I, I agree. Yeah, right. So I think anything over three days, though, I think you need to... Anything over three absolutely. days... Absolutely. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I've worked with some teachers that were just absolutely taking the piss. Okay. But do they have that sick leave? Nah, well, they, they used up all their sick leave and then they started pulling some other cards. Yeah, but they, but then they um, if they don't have sick leave, they don't get paid for it. No. But what I'm saying is some, if you accrued sort of your sick leave... Yeah. It shouldn't be yeah. up to the school to say, you know, just quietly, these these times have changed now. You can ring up and get a doctor's certificate. I've seen these ads around where you can just ring up this number and say, I need a doctor's certificate, and they'll email it out to you. Ka-ching. Oh, shit. It, it's tricky because here's, here's the thing. Most teachers that I know, yeah. taking a sickie is more more work than it is... Like, oh. If you if you're taking a sickie, it, it, it's a pain in the ass to like, oh shit, okay, I've got to plan everything out and yeah. I've got to spell it out for the substitute teacher because you don't know which substitute teacher you're going to get unless you've got a good relationship with one of them. And so it was always like, yeah, it, it's just it's less hassle if I go in with a cold. Yeah, basically, absolutely. And, and that's one of the that was another one of the turning points was when they said if you're sick, you've got to provide all the work for the teacher that's coming in. When yeah. I first started teaching, a, a supply teacher, if you had were working as a supply teacher, you yeah. would have your bag and it would have one or two weeks worth of work in it for every yep. year level. Just in yeah. case you were called into a grade three class or a grade five class or grade seven yeah. class or whatever. And you would go yep. in and you would do the work for that time. And it was... It didn't necessarily have to um, carry on from what the kids were doing. It was kind of, it was more of a, 
look, let's just make sure that they're engaged for the day. But, but then somebody that, said, no, every child being taught every single hour of every day. And I thought, no, that's, that's not going to matter. That's not, in the long term, that's got, not going to matter a hoot. If they miss out on a day of, of curriculum, that's not going to matter. But I think we've got to the point now where we're cramming so much into the curriculum that, yes, it is starting yeah. to matter. You've got, a, you've, yeah. you've got 40 weeks and you've got um, four hours a day to teach. You yeah. will be teaching every single one of those yeah. hours. And it's got to that point, and I think it's, it's detrimental. Because when I first started, I had, and I did some supply work for about four or five weeks, and I had that bag. And so if they said, can you come in and rang me up and said, can you come in and do a year three class? Yep, no problem. You'd go in there and you'd have year three maths, year three English, year three reading. Yeah. And that worked. It worked really well. But now, as you said, if you are going to be sick, and every teacher knows they do their planning in shorthand, no teacher yeah. does their planning in longhand. You do your you do your planning in shorthand, and you know what you're going to do for the day. Yeah, totally. But when some, like you said, when somebody else is coming in, now gotta, everything's going to have to be in longhand, and you write it out and you make sure that they can do follow everything. And the last yep. thing you want to do when you're coughing and spluttering at ten o'clock at night is do that. I mean, has the, the Australian curriculum has probably made it a little bit easier in the sense that, like, you can just go, all right, we're up to this place, we're up to this spot. And yeah, also, with t- team teaching makes it a, team teaching makes it a lot easier if you've yeah. got if you've got someone else there and just go, look, you bring up your team teacher and they're, they're like, oh yeah, look, I'll I'll organise the the stuff, and they can just give it to the substitute teacher. I'm I'm kind of torn between this, be, torn here because, like, I've I've had sick days. Mm-hmm. And if I've taken a sick day and the teacher that's come in hasn't done shit because yeah. they've, they've really just fudged around for a, for a day. And we actually had very famous teachers who were, who were getting around on the Sunshine Coast who were in high demand because the kids loved them because they'd come in and they'd, they'd do art all day or they'd play the guitar yeah, all day yeah, or yeah. they'd do something like that all day. And yeah. the kids loved them. But... You didn't get any work done, and I actually used oh, one of these the once, and I thought, "Hey, it's a pain in the ass." Well, that's that's the thing. I've been on both ends of it. I've been on the end of, "Look, I need this work done." Yeah. And when I'm a full time teacher, and now that I'm a CRT teacher, substitute teacher, I totally get it. Some of the some some of the work that teachers leave as well is just like, "God, this is boring shit." Yeah. I don't think we do this the sick thing properly. Now, getting back to getting back to the the sick leave, I know personally of at least a dozen teachers who have retired around my time or since me, who yeah. have left with an accumulation of sick leave. Absolutely, they got sick leave up the gazoo. Now, mm. I worked mine out, and mine is worth about forty grand to me. Would they pay that out? No, hell no. No, it just goes. So what about your what about your um holiday pay like long service leave and all that? Get, yeah, long that service leave. Out? No, that keeps that keeps ticking over and that. Yeah, but I've take, but like if you if you retire yeah. with long service leave, do, yeah. do they pay out your long service leave? Yeah, you they can. But I went and saw a financial advisor, and he said to me, "Don't take the money." He said, "Just take the leave because uh, you keep getting paid for that time." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, you get paid for the weekends. Plus, you get paid for any public holidays. 
Plus, and he's the kicker, you keep earning long service leave while you're on long service leave. Oh, shit. So, so by the time I'd finished, I'd cracked up another five days long service leave. Yeah. So don't take, obviously don't take the, the long service leave. Make sure you... Well, no, don't take the money. Don't take, take the money. Yeah, don't take Sorry. the money. Take the long yes. service leave because and that's what I did. When I finished, decided to retire, I took long service leave for seven months. Yeah. And, then and, just and you keep getting, getting paid, paid for, for that. that. So you get paid, yeah. Paid, I think that's what most. So that's so you saw a financial advisor and he said that you're definitely yeah financially better off doing that. Yeah, because I I was actually I was going to take the money. I said, look, I want to take the money. I want to put it into this. He said, why do you want to take the money? And I said, because. And he said, you know, you get paid for weekends if you take long service leave. You know, you get paid for public holidays. And and over seven months, it's quite a few weekends. And and then you, and your long service leave accrues. Accrues while you're on long service leave. Yeah. So that's a pretty was, good hot. Be right. That's a pretty good. I think that might be one of the best hot tips we've ever given on this show. Oh really? I don't know. It was the best best thing you've said. On I here, think the I best. Think. I think the best one is to go to a financial advisor because I knew squat. I thought I did. I thought I knew everything. I thought I knew yeah. exactly what I was going to do, and I knew absolutely nothing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. So they sort of put me on the right track to the point where I haven't touched my superannuation yet. Pretty much. Oh, big deal. Um, yeah. down. Oh, that's you know. Just what am I going to do with all this money? Anyway, so what all these people why don't you, that are... Why don't, you book, why don't you book your own fucking hotel? If you got all this, don't, don't tell me how much super you got. Then. Oh, we want to save money. Start dipping into your super, you tight ass. Instead of kicking me out of my home. Oh, this has got to do me until, I'm, until I die. Well, start exercising or it'll only be about six months. <laughs> oh, not exercising. I won't, I won't have to use my super. Won't have to. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So anyway, so Hold on. this super. If you if you if you cark it, do we get you who does the super oh, go? Oh now here's another kicker. If I cark it, mum gets it, right? Yeah. But if she carks it, you get taxed on it. So you get it, but you pay the tax that we didn't pay. Fuck off, really? Yep, so I'm spending it. Yeah. The dogs. Yeah, spend it. What are you gonna get? Motorbike. Don't lie. No, mum won't let me. I don't know. <laughs> Probably, probably a, know, a new fence or something, something else she wants. <laughs> a, tr- God, a trip to Italy. Old fuck. Uh, hey, he's such a grumpy old shit. I, I saw I saw, when you when you said motorbike, you looked over his shoulder just to see if Mum wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> motorbike. Yeah, and, and and then immediately went into like bloody old fence or something she wants. And then, as, if Mum heard that, you'd be like, "I'm oh, sorry, sweetie, I didn't mean that." <laughs> Uh, send her over to Italy again. I don't know. So this, all this sick leave that's left over, yeah, that's going directly back into the coffers of the department, right? Because they're not paying you out for it. So that's money that they yeah. have saved. Yeah, but it's yours. And this is my, this is one of my yeah. one of my gripes is that when you leave with a significant amount of of sick leave. There should be some form of compensation. Now, absolutely. I spoke to a, a copper recently. Yeah. Who, well, so recently, about 10 years ago. And he said to me, because they do, they've got similar um, setups. And yep. he said, what they do, what pretty much every copper does, yeah. is when they know they're going to retire, they go out on stress leave. Ah, oh, can they use up this? Pardon? Can teachers do that? Absolutely. 
You you go to a doctor and you say you can't sleep, you can't eat, you can't get a can't get it up. I'm yep. stressed. All right. And then and then you can go out on stress leave. And he said pretty much they all they all do that. They use up all their sick leave like that. Somebody was telling me a while ago that they were they'd come across this person. Uh, it, it actually was a teacher, and mm. they said they saw them at the shopping centre, and they said, how are you going? They said, oh, good, but I can't stay and talk. I'm going to play golf. And yeah. she said, this person said, but I thought you were on stress leave. He says, I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And well, this is how I'm de-stressing. If, if, this, if the department has to factor that in, right, has to factor in yeah. the... And, I mean, it's not like they do teachers any favours. So why wouldn't you... Geez, we've given out a, well. We've you've given out some great hot tips for that. Then, so like, well, yeah, stress, but I, th- stress I leave think at the that end. it's. I think you know you need to you need to look at it a little bit more closely because if I was doing this all over again, I would keep probably a month, six weeks worth of sick leave just in case I needed it. Yeah, yeah, and then and then the rest of the time, I mean, there's people I know of people that are taking mental health days now. I think that's an absolutely. I think it's a great idea. It's a great idea, but the only problem with that is, is you've got to do all the planning for that mental health day. Yeah, yeah, I know. This is interesting because because when I was growing up, you mm. were like pop. You yep. were like, don't take a sick day. Don't you only take a sick day if you're sick. You were you were exactly like pop. yeah, I was. You you were like that, and so it's been interesting that you're getting older and you're like, nah. If I had it over again, this is. It's probably a shift in in the way you look at things as well now though because like life's not about work 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 yeah you maybe enjoy it as well yeah maybe um you maturing oh, look changing at me. your mind I'm becoming a big boy wearing big boy pants now yeah you just, but you just it's but that's the that is a massive change in the way we live now it's like you don't i don't know like work was such a big thing back in pop's day yeah it's like you work you provide for your family you don't take a sick day that sort of thing whereas like and i think it would that was instilled in you and then you've sort of had to break the cycle a little bit yeah but see pop didn't have sick days if he was injured at work then he got yeah. a workers comp but he never yeah. had sick days he didn't work sick so if he was if he was sick he'd still go to work anyway to make to earn the money um, yeah, I remember he went. He went to work. He had leg. a broken leg. Yeah, and then he couldn't yeah, drive he, the truck. He shouldn't so have done that. That was that was his work ethic. He shouldn't have done that because he was actually on workers' compensation then. Oh, he, really? Yeah, he was actually getting paid for that. But that was his. That was his mentality. Jesus, was that Christ. I should still be working? I'm bludgeoned with a broken leg. Yeah, damn. Uh, so, so my advice is to look at your sick leave. Yeah. as something that's yours absolutely don't go and blow it all i also know of teachers that don't have any sick leave at all because every time they get a day's sick leave clacked up, clocked up they take yeah. it yeah and they've yeah, got yeah. nothing for an emergency but what i'm saying is that it's there it's like this it's like the um the super if if we haven't spent it all by the time we die then you guys get taxed on it yeah yeah use it up use it up so anyway i'm um so that's that's I guess that's my piece of advice is to think very carefully about how you use your sick leave. Um, talk to some other people around you because there's probably uh, teachers that are experts in sick leave. 
And I, apart from that, I know that there's a whole heap of other types of leave that you can use. I know mum, mum was going to take some holiday, say, take some of her long service leave. And yeah. her boss said, look, don't take long service leave. Use that for long service leave. There is there's like things like compassionate leave you can take, um, bereavement Damn. leave and things like that. Yeah, yeah. So there's a whole heap of ways that, but then again, a lot of these things depend on the boss too. Um, yeah. I think the rules say that you can't take bereavement leave unless it's a mother, father, son, daughter, um, and that's it, or, or husband, wife. Damn. So if it's a grandparent, you can't. If it's a, a niece, you can't. If it's a, so I think that's what the rules say. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure most bosses would say, look, take a day. It'll be okay. Yeah, but yeah, those totally. are the real sticklers won't necessarily do that. Yeah. I think but, it's a, it's an interesting time and a weird time at the moment as well mm. that teachers are having to start to look at their sick leave as like mental health days. Yeah. Like that was and I know the landscape has changed and we talk about mental health more and more but I think you'd be you'd be silly to to not take into account how stressful the job has become. Oh. In direct correlation with taking a mental health day absolutely it it is and teachers are i mean it just by the pure fact that teachers are leaving in droves leaving a career which has got so many benefits uh they yeah they're just pulling out pulling the pin leaving a career that's still the most rewarding career i've ever had yes teaching that's why that's that's why i keep doing it it's the best it's just all the other bullshit that goes with it I had a grade, I'm doing a grade six class at the moment. And I had a student today say to me, what do I need to do? What, how much school do I need to have to become a teacher? And I thought, wow, that's, that's a big call from a grade six kid. And I, and yeah, um, I said, and, I, and I told him you need to finish high school and then you need to do a degree, but just make sure that it's something that you, that you, you really, really want to do and yeah, jump in. Well, the good thing is with the teaching degrees now is that, they put them in well the majority of the teaching degrees that i've seen now is mm. they put them in classrooms from year one whereas like year one in the the four-year course like when i went through mm. my my degree was a really big amazing degree because they put you in the classroom straight away like yeah. one of your subjects was prac i remember that which yeah yeah which everyone was like whoa this is revolutionary and i was like yeah it just makes sense but i think I think most universities follow that model now. Well, be it does make sense. I mean, you don't want to be 12 months down the track and get into a classroom and some kid tells you to fuck off and you think, well, Jesus. And you're like, gee, stuff this. Yeah, this yeah, is exactly. for me. Yeah. We should get a... We, I did speak to someone that was doing um, teaching um, at university. We should try and get a uni student. Oh, well, Mitch. We, we spoke to Mitch. I got an email recently from somebody who said, "Look, how, can we talk about uh, what it's what it's like for new teachers?" I'm not an expert on this, so I really, really do want to get some more feedback from people who are new teachers or thinking about going into teaching and have done all the groundwork. Because I don't know. I've I know of one person I'm going to talk to. She went from being a teacher aide to a teacher, and I want to yeah. talk to her, you know, on, on her journey because. Mm. she's actually been in a school has thought well yeah this isn't too bad now yeah. i want to do i want to go further yeah but yeah I, i'd really like to talk to some more people or get some more information from people who are saying well 
you know, this is my journey. I've been on this treadmill for two, three, four, five years, whatever, into becoming a teacher. Or I really yeah. want to be a teacher. I've done a lot of groundwork, but I'm still not there yet. So we just want to know about about your journey. Yeah, I've got a friend at Melbourne Uni that is a lecturer as well. She's like a prof- she's going for her um, doctorate. Yeah, can be a professor in education. So um, oh god, she said she Number said one. she's keen. She said she's keen to come on. You know, which- I'm going to rip into her, don't you? Well. You, shut up, dickhead. You, you say that. You're like, you know, I'm going to... Re-. And then as soon as we get on the podcast, you're like, hey, thank you so much for coming on. <laughs> you're such a fucking wanker. I would like to, I would like somebody in that position, their, their genuine ideas on it. Does she think that they have all the answers? Or does she think that... No, she's great. Is she? She's fantastic. She's, yeah. And she, she focuses really heavily on mental health stuff as well, which okay. is really interesting. Yeah, yeah I spoke to her. I, I spoke to her about... Um, some mental health stuff because um, it was during COVID yeah. when I started talking to the therapist, which that's an interesting one as well. I wonder how many teachers talk to therapists because that is a huge one. Well, I mean, it seems every comedian talks about it on stage these yeah. days, but especially dudes. I, I, I did. I had a whole bit about it talking to yeah. a therapist, which I really liked. I think that it's was a great show. It was a really good show. It's interesting when you look the way I do, yeah. and you t- and you sound the way I do, because people don't expect you to talk to a therapist. Yeah, and it sounds stupid, and it sounds like the stigma that with the "Are you okay?" day and all that sort of stuff. Right. It is, it is still weird. Like I got a whole bit about how you can't cry in public when you look like this because everyone's just like. Yeah. Where the fuck has he buried the bodies? That's like yeah. women. Like if it's a lovely lady, they're like, oh, she's, it's okay. What happens? Speak your truth. But me, it's like, yeah, God, he's fucking killed someone. Yeah, That's, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. The mental health side of it. So taking taking a day off from mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. The whole yeah mental health. But see, the, I don't, the, I don't know the um the departments, the different departments take on that either. Is it okay just to take a day off a mental health day? I mean, I, I I think they'd be pretty ballsy to say no, it's not acceptable. But yeah, well, they have to sort you of know, take... deep down, deep down inside. Are you are you really? Do you really need to take this day off? Well, that's the yeah. And I mean, how do you measure that? What's the what's the rubric look like on that? The criteria because yeah. they have to take that into account now. Because like sick when I started teaching was just you're sick, like physically, yeah. like mental health has become such a such a long way, and society is mm. starting to embrace it a lot more. Yeah. It's it's really interesting. It's 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 good. So I think sick leave, obviously, taking a mental health day is no longer like it. Kind of used to be a funny laugh, like you'd say, oh, "I'm taking a mental health day." Like yeah. I remember a few people would say, oh, "I'm going to take a mental health day." Yeah, I'm but just like really, a really, it's a hundred percent true. It's yeah. like it, you shouldn't even need to smile after it. It's like, yeah, I'm taking a mental health day. I'm, yeah, I'm right. knackered. I need this to recharge my battery. It's going to be better for me. It's going to be better for the kids. It's yeah. And it carries a lot more weight than than taking a sickie, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. If you say I'm yeah. taking a sickie, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that, like, that actually denotes that you are a bludger and you're you're ripping the system off. Yeah, yeah, taking a sickie. Yeah, we've really rebranded it, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like it's, yeah. it's like that that bit in my show at the moment where it's like teachers have to talk in code. It's like oh, yes, yeah. yeah. Billy's a spirited child just means Billy needs to sit the fuck down. Like that's, <laughs> yeah. it, taking you're a, right. Taking, yeah. a, taking a sickie is now I'm having a mental health. Having a mental health. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh. Had to rebrand every. Had to rebrand everything. Um, That's good. Yeah. Great. Oh, you done? Oh no, I've got nothing else. I, I can tell. I can tell when. I can tell when you wrapped up. <laughs> when you wrapped up. Yeah. All right. I'm done. I've, I've finished. <laughs> I've, I've, I've finished talking. I've finished. <laughs> you didn't want to ask me any questions or anything. What I thought, Barry? No. no. Do you ever take a ciggy? I took fucking heaps. Did you? Nah, I didn't take heaps. So you heard the reason I didn't India. take heaps. The reason I didn't take heaps, and this is this isn't the other thing that we that teachers don't talk about, is most teachers are generally self very pretty. You got to be kind of selfless for the job, right? Yeah. Yeah. And. Every time you take a sickie, which we haven't even spoken about right now, is the kids. You, you're worried about the kids. You're yeah. worried about, the, the, well, oh, shit, such and such I don't is want, behind yeah. on here. You, you don't want to let the kids down. That's is, true, yeah. Is, the, is probably the main thing. You want to be there but as much as you can. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. And I think a lot of teachers think about that. Yeah. Um, it is. It's a, you don't want to let the kids down, but you've got to find that balance and that sweet spot of is it going to be better for the kids if I do take a sickie, in inverted yeah. commas, or take a mental health day, help me recharge my batteries, and I'm going to be a way better teacher for these kids for the rest of, it, for the, rest of the time. I wish I'd said all that. Yeah. You, well, you hit the you hit the nail right on the head there. That's Yeah, well, if you let me speak better, I, this, this, this is the sort of gold that comes out. So you tell you telling me about your bloody your war crimes over in bloody over in Indonesia, your vasectomies and your my tours, your bucks party tours that you went over to. <laughs> Something else that I'd like to explore a little bit more is we we very much focus on a, kind of a primary school approach. Yep, I've, I've got a few I've got a few um, emails and messages on Instagram where can you talk to secondary teachers? So I'm mm-hmm. really keen to talk to secondary teachers. Yeah, but I'm also keen to talk to just educate like any stories of education. Yeah, we all, we we've, that, that's the thing that we we talk, ran we, into after the after your show. I was talking to one of these ladies um, who came to see your show, and yeah. they said, "Oh, she, she teaches in a jail school." And I thought, yeah. oh, how cool would that be? But she, she teaches in a jail. Yeah, yeah. How good? How good would that be? That's what. That's what I find really interesting. Just like I don't know, it's like uh, uh, philosophically thinking about human beings. Like we we educate kids mm. till they're eighteen, right? Yep. Like you go through go through life. We educate until you're eighteen, and then you just shoot them off into the world. And that's yeah. It's kind of insane that that like. You need to know all that information yeah. for the rest of your life. We should be learning about things constantly, and that, that's yeah. that and whole that's lifelong that's, learning. Yeah, you're right. But even even an apprenticeship, it's still it's still learning. Exactly. Well, still well that's what I'm. That's what I mean. Different types of education. So whether it be apprenticeships, whether it's like online learning, because so, I know a lot of people that just did a lot of their own learning. Um, uh, over COVID, they were just like, oh, "I'm just going to do a course. I'm just yeah. going to do this this course um, mm. online." The other thing that we don't talk about is YouTube is insane. Oh, Christ. it is! You can learn whatever the hell you want on YouTube. Like it's almost like schools aren't going to become redundant because there's that there's social aspect of of things, and obviously, but yeah. I learned how to animate and and draw and do, do everything off YouTube. It's such yep. an incredible source of, and it's changing the way education 
the, the education landscape, really. I learned how to break into a, a locked DVD case off YouTube. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> okay, hell. Yeah, go on. Oh, the, the, the story is of, I was doing technology at this particular school and they were, the, the ladies were having a fundraiser and yeah. they were going to watch the video Marley and Me and have, yeah. you know, drinky poos and what have you. Anyway, they, came, they went out, rushed out that afternoon and bought a copy of Marley and Me from um, the other end of the Sunshine Coast, came yeah. back and realised it was in a locked case. Yeah. And they said, look, can you get this open? And I said, oh, look, I can probably smash it, but I'd, I'd, I'll yeah. smash the case. They said, no, we don't want to smash it because we want to watch it and then we want to give this away as one of the prizes. So yeah. I thought, oh, God, what am I going to do? So I jumped onto YouTube and put in how to unlock a, a locked DVD case. Yeah. And there it was. Open up an old hard drive. It's yeah. got these two magnets in it. And mm. in the job I was doing, we, I had about a dozen old hard drives. Open yeah. up a hard drive, pull these magnets out, showed you where to put the magnets, then slide them out, slide them outwards, and you hear this thing go click, <laughs> and it just Jeez. opened up. You're always learning. Yeah, be right. Ocean's fourteen. There you go. That's the. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's it. Sick leave. I'm done. That's I'm our. Spent. That's our sick leave. Yeah. Sorry if I'm yeah. a, if I'm a bit tired. I'm right in the middle of this comedy festival oh and I'm please you do it for an hour a night no but yeah there's no there's but yeah but no night. but yeah yeah there was a party last night all right that's so better I'm a bit tired now we're talking i'm a bit tired i'm a bit tired. <laughs> a bit tired. Um, fella. yeah but i gotta go right. and do another show now so okay all right good talking to you um you thanks for listening thank everybody. everybody teachyarns at gmail.com send us your and send us anything Teach Yarns on um, Instagram and Teach Yarns on Facebook. There you are, all over it. Yeah, I know. Off the holidays. Tell us your stories. Tell us what you want to hear from yeah. here, officially year two of Teach Yarns. Yes. Tell us what you want to hear us talk about or who you want us to get on. Yeah. And we'll Love try and rope them into it. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for Alrighty. listening. Bye. Thanks for listening. Love you. See, See you. Love you, right. mate. Bye. Bye, everyone.